As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Hey, good morning and welcome to the travel and cruise industry news podcast. On this, the 20th day of November 2023. All right, today's headlines, folks. There's not a whole lot of news this morning, but the Carnival Conquest was delayed. We're going to look at why did that happen. Norwegian cancels Saudi Arabia cruises. 2,500 nights at sea. Ambassador gets Starlink and the MSC Preziosa rescues. And lots more here at 11 o'clock this morning. Uh, Today, folks, is National Peanut Butter Fudge Day. And I have to admit, folks, not one of my favorites. Not that I don't not like peanut butter fudge. I do. But it's just way too sweet for me. <laughs> Any fudge is. I mean, I, you know, I like it. But then I get all puckered up because it's so cotton picking sweet. So I'll let you guys take care of the peanut butter fudge today. I'm going to pass. If you listen to the podcast, welcome aboard. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcast from, just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the fat travel guy. Anytime you're listening to the podcast, you can always jump over to the video feed uh, by going to to the uh, link in the description of your podcast. Just click on it. In case you want to look at any kind of, uh, you know, pictures or clips or anything of the like. So the top story today, folks, has to deal with the Carnival Conquest and why they got delayed so much. And, you know, we had somebody on board the Carnival Conquest. I was supposed to be on board, as a matter of fact, but they had this medical emergency and went back to uh, Grand Cayman. Now, this is the uh, rescue ship. It's actually from a Coast Guard vessel from uh, Grand Cayman that came out, and I'm not sure if the 
patient is aboard with this shot or not uh, but it was alongside the ship there and you can see that's not the smoothest of steeds in the world. For providing the uh, the videos. Now the story itself. Guests that were hoping to sail on board the Carnival Conquest yesterday, that would be November nineteenth. If you're watching this on replay, were three hours late for embarkation as the ship was delayed returning to Miami due to a medical evacuation on the previous sailing. That's the one Jason was on. All book guests have been contacted and advised to adjust their arrival time uh, at Port Miami by three hours, and the ship will be departing later than originally scheduled. The quote that came from a Carnival to the folks on the return to Miami, Carnival Conquest deviated its course to disembark a guest who needed urgent medical attention ashore. As a result, the ship will be docking late and embarkation for your cruise has been revised. We must allow a debarking guests to leave the terminal before we can accommodate your arrival. Travelers have been provided with a revised timetable for embarkation. With each arrival appointment window shifted three hours later in the day. That means that embarkation is expected to begin I was expected to begin approximately 2.30 yesterday and would be ongoing until 5 o'clock. This Carnival Conquest was originally scheduled to depart Miami on her next cruise at 3.30. It was obvious the ship will be leaving port much later than anticipated. The first day of sailing, however, is a day at sea, and the lost hours may be easily made up by adjusting the uh, sailing speed, the captain might just uh, keep it uh, to pedal to the metal and keep it at, uh, down to the floorboard for a little longer and minimal, minimal, act, uh, minimal impact is expected on the new itinerary. Now, to protect the privacy of the impacted guests and their family or traveling companions, the nature of the medical emergency causing the ship's late arrival deviation has not been disclosed. The Cayman Island Coast Guard assisted with the medical evac evacuation in the early uh, hours of Saturday. The transfer occurred approximately 2.3 miles from shore in what could be best described as rough conditions. After the evacuation, the patient, patient was airlifted to the U.S. for further, further medical treatment. You know, this was a this was a tough uh, ship, a tough cruise for, you know, Jason and and Jen and you know all the folks who were on it. You know, first they had the Panama protests, and and had to lose um, a day in Panama, and then um, they had crappy weather. 
And then they're on their way back and, and got delayed for hours taking care of this uh, medical emergency. So it turned out being a rough, a rough trip for uh, Jason and Jen and all the other folks. And then the people on this cruise that are on this cruise now, look what they had to face. Uh, that's just in line to get in the building to check in. So they waited literally in line for hours. So not a good uh, thing all the way around. All right. I did check with Pittsburgh, Jason. Uh, They did make their uh, flight on time, mainly because their flight was also delayed. But they did uh, get home last night. They're home safe and sound. So. Pittsburgh Jason is back in Pittsburgh. All right. I'll be back with some more news after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. Before I get to the news, folks, we do have a couple other things that I want to at least go over. Uh, That would be uh, Katie and Angela on Wonder of the Seas. And they got on board yesterday. They went to uh, Jamie's for lunch. And then uh, I guess that's the waiter or that's can't tell who that is uh, from the restaurant. But that's uh, that's Jamie's. And then uh, this is would be a hot air tom. Now, you'll notice that Hot Air Tom has uh, taken to a wig and uh, and a silly hat and uh, silly clothes. But Hot Air Tom has a new job, but he has to dress up for the new job. And his new job, folks, is to shovel ashes out of the uh, fireplace all winter. So uh, he's going to be dressed in that costume with the wig because, um, you know, he's a little uh, follically challenged uh, up top, you know, Hot Air Tom is. Uh, but uh, anyway, he's he's going to be uh, challenged. Uh, so uh, he has to wear a wig and a hat, and he'll take care of the fireplaces in his big-ass house. I mean, you know, that's a pretty good-sized house that he's going to do that in. So, and that's my story, and, and that's what I'm sticking with it. Actually, they were down at Williamsburg. But who's going to talk about that? All right. The next story today. Comes from Norwegian. Guests booked aboard the Norwegian Dawn for a Middle Eastern cruise, uh, yes, Middle Eastern cruise will not be visiting all the ports of call on the original itinerary as Norwegian Cruise Line is removing the visit to Saudi Arabia less than a month before the ship's December 13th departure. The decision is being made in the interest of safety and ensuring guests have an enjoyable experience on their seven-night cruise. And the change may also be made to additional itineraries. While the exact consideration of recent developments 
leading to this itinerary change have not been disclosed. This is likely an allusion to the continued conflict in Israel and the possibility that tensions may spread to a wider region. The call to Damam was to have been the last port visit of the ship's seven-night Middle East, Saudi Arabia, and UAE sailing departing Dubai on Wednesday, December 13th. And there's a good possibility, folks, that this may be carried on to other um, cruises. So, good possibility. All right. So, the next thing we want to take a look at, folks, let me see what I did with it now. It's not there. Okay, so I'll come back to that. I'll come back to that in a minute. This was actually a pretty feel-good story. And this comes from a cruise line that I don't get to talk about very often. But Kevin Harrison of Wakefield, West Yorkshire. That's over there in the UK. That's on Mike's side of the pond. Who ran four fish and chip shops before retiring, began cruising with Fred Olson Cruise Line in 1993. That trip was booked to celebrate his birthday, and from there, he sailed into cruising history. He celebrated a very special milestone aboard a recent Fred Olson cruise, reaching 2,500 nights at sea with the UK-based cruise line. You know, folks, That's almost seven years at sea, okay? Setting sail with Fred Olson more than 100 times in the past 30 years. He sailed on all the line ships during his extensive travels. Crew members on board who have sailed with Harrison many times organized a surprise party for him, including a special cake and the 2,500 Uh, ice sculpture to mark the occasion. Harrison also dined at the captain's table and received a fun video message from crew members across the fleet, as well as cards and gifts. Pretty cool for Fred Olson, folks. In his sailings with Fred Olson Cruise Line, Harrison has enjoyed 15 world cruises. And his next one is coming up January 2025 aboard Bolette, formerly Amsterdam, with the Holland American Line and now Fred Olson's flagship. Congratulations, man. That's, yeah, that's awesome to be able to spend that much time at sea. All right, the next story this morning Well, that's not actually what I wanted, but I'll do this anyway. The cruise ship MSC Preziosa rescued six fishermen from sinking vessel near the island of Jorge Grego in Ilha Grande in Angra dos Reis, Brazil. Unfortunately, amidst the rescue efforts, one fisherman lost his life while trapped on the sinking boat. 
The event unfolded when a fishing vessel carrying seven crew members sank near Isla Grande. The crew of the nearby MSC Preziosa responded to the distress call. After the rescue, the survivors were transported to Villa de Abreu, where a coordinated effort involving a civil defense ambulance and a fire department boat facilitated the transfer to the mainland for medical attention. And the last story this morning, even though the machine has eaten my uh, my photograph for it, the UK base ambassador cruise line is poised to join the ranks of leading cruise companies by introducing state-of-the-art internet connectivity. SpaceX advanced satellite system Starlink will be available fleet-wide on Ambassador's two ships by early December. Ambassador Ambiance ship is slated to be the initial vessel undergoing Starlink installation in November with Ambassador Ambition uh, internet upgrade set to be finalized by early December. Okay, so uh, this week, folks, and I thought I had this story handy, so let's see if I can go back and pull it up real quick. Uh, anyway, many of you know that uh, I'm going to be working for uh, my buddy Nate this week. And in doing that, I'm going to be manning the phone for the Alaska Travel Desk, which is not only uh, they're starting a massive production today that MSC is sponsoring, even though MSC does not sail in Alaska yet. Yet. Uh, we might see something in 2025, but not yet. But anyway, uh, one of the things they're doing, they're sending like out, out like a half million emails today promoting uh, Nate's, uh, you know, a cruise Alaska website. And as a result of that, we are expecting to get a lot of bookings from MSC, which I'll be working the phones and doing the bookings. So there's a couple really special deals in case any of you guys are interested. Email me, contact me, text me, get information to me, and I'll con call you, contact you, whatever to get you set up because this is, you know, they're short time deals. All right. The specials amongst others, but this week, and it's part of their um, Black Friday specials, which includes uh, a number of things like uh, drinks, Wi-Fi, kids are free, uh, up to $500 shipboard credits. But also the New York to Bahamas uh, cruise, that would be the Maravilla, uh, as low as $269 per person plus taxes and port charges. A three-night Bahamas cruise from $109 per person plus taxes and port charges. A seven-night Eastern Caribbean cruise as low as $349 plus taxes and port charges. 
That's on the seascape. And a seven-night Western Caribbean cruise out of Port Canaveral, which is on the seashore. Uh, that would be from $239 per person uh, plus tax. Now, there are certain dates that are cheaper than others. Uh, if you can't go on the cheapest dates, you still get some massive discounts. If you are if you haven't sailed on MSC and want to try it, this is an excellent time to do it. I like MSC. My only problem with MSC is on accessibility issues. Not on the ships, not on the food, not on the entertainment. From that standpoint, they're as good, if not better, than anybody else out there. So, you want to try them? Here's a great chance to do it for very little money. Get a hold of me. I'll hook you right up. All right, that's going to end the news portion of today. If any of you should be calling me uh, anytime this week for anything, don't be surprised if I answer the phone. Classica Travel Desk. Because that's what I'm doing all week. And maybe, who knows, maybe longer than that. All right, let's go see if anybody is uh, not out celebrating uh, Turkey Day early this week and next week. Steve's with us out in Kentucky. Hey, Steve, Kenneth's with us up in Pennsylvania. There's Hot Air Tom, my goodness. I talked about Hot Air Tom, and he pops up. There's Mike. Hi, Mike. Mike's from over there on the other side of the pond. If the cruise mapper transponder was working okay yesterday, Oasis of the Seas left very late. Also, Chili Cruisers, have you heard what problems the problem was with Oasis? It was due to depart at 4.30, and no, there was... Nothing on any of my sources today about Oasis. So no idea uh, why. Gretchen's with us. She's out in Ohio. Uh, Hot Air says they were still not in port at 7 p.m. Jason told me he didn't think anyone actually left the ship. He thinks there was something nefarious going on. Yeah, I, I this, this, uh, the information came from too many reliable sources. Uh, he just, at some point, never saw the people get on the on the boat or something. I just can't see. I mean, I had information from. Not only my normal sources where I get news, but also from Grand Cayman. Uh, that's where I got the information that they got them back to Grand Cayman and then flew them back to the U.S. Yeah, there's just this has come from too many too many places now. Uh, Cindy's with us. Good morning. Conquest was my bad luck ship, also. They were the ones where my back-to-back got canceled. I'm staying away from this ship. Well, you know, I had to cancel out of Conquest, too. You know, I would have been right there with Jason through all of this. But, uh, and by the way, the the situation with the tow, I did get uh, shoes on Friday night and went out to dinner. 
So I had shoes on my foot for the first time. Yeah, it's still a little tender. It's gonna, I guess it's going to stay tender. Uh, but the next cruise, you know, my, my December 2nd uh, cruise that I'm uh, hosting uh, out of Port Canaveral on the uh, Norwegian Escape, I'm driving for that one. So I'm hoping the foot's, you know, clearly okay by then. Emily's with us. Hi, Em. That mansion is the colonial governor's mansion where the kings uh, appointed Virginia governors live. Yeah, I know what that is, hot air, Tom. But I had to come up with something silly, especially about you. (laughs) Nikki's with us. Hi, Nikki. Nikki's down in Jacksonville. Chile should have showed you the walls with swords and guns. Quite a display in the entryway of the mansion. Has anyone seen the article that was in my Facebook feed of the worst ship rankings? All ship on the list were either Costa or MSC. I totally disagree with that, folks. Um. And not because I'm selling MSC stuff this week. I'm just going from, you know, my experience. I've been on, what, six different ships now with MSC? And I liked all of them. I've been on Meravilia three times now. Yeah, loved it. Except for the accessibility issues. They suck for that. But as far as them being terrible cruises, they aren't at all. Now, I've never sailed Costa. But people that sell Costa love Costa. So, I just, you know, I disagree with the, the those rankings. Let's hope the phone calls don't end up after the crews complaining about things. Well, if they do hot air, then I have to take care of them. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, if you're going to be an agent, then you're going to be an agent. Chili's Cruises, do you have good sandals to wear to allow the tow breath while you drive? Um, uh, yes, uh, to, to allow the sandals to breathe, to allow the toe to breathe. Um, not good sandals, no. I do have slip-ons. But, again, you know, the toes did okay in shoes, in my tennis shoes. I'm not going to wear any hard shoes. Uh, but, yeah, tennis shoes and the slip-ons, and I'll be fine. So, all right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for today. Again, my thanks to uh, Hot Air Tom uh, for letting me, uh, you know, pick at him and to Jason for providing us with a lot of the extras here on, on this cruise. So, and everybody else I'll, I'll catch up with tomorrow 
it's just been a busy morning today getting everything set up for this this the deal with Nate actually goes live uh at 12 today so uh, I'm not quite ready to where this is going to start hitting I hope but uh you know it's a pretty big deal for Nate and his company and hopefully it's going to get me uh started along the way of uh, making a little income on the side so all right guys that's going to wrap it up for today as always smash that thumbs up button that'll help the cruise the cruise line help chili's cruises out a bunch and in the meantime i'll see everybody tomorrow same time same channel right here with more of this silliness and as always stay safe stay healthy think about cruising and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas have a fantastic day everybody see you tomorrow i regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply.